With Zion Williamson back next year, the New Orleans Pelicans have a small ball death lineup and one unexpected player makes it work. I'll tell you who in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans at NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with y'all on this Tuesday and we got to talk about a little bit small ball for the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm excited for this show. This was inspired by someone, I forget your name, and I'm so sorry, in the live show last Thursday. And we're going to be live again this Thursday, 6 p.m. Central, doing a mailbag, answering your questions. Counts as the Friday show. These are fun. Sometimes you all give me ideas for the show, so that's great. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. It's going to be fun next season. This Pelicans team is going to be fun next season, particularly because of the lineup that we're going to talk about in today's show. So make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show. Don't let them miss out on being included, involved, and knowing what's going on with this fun Pelicans team next season, which is hopefully going to be making some noise in the postseason. And of course, leave a five-star review with a comment. You can do it on Spotify now, on iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, and then comment down below on YouTube. Do the Pelicans have a death lineup? Is this it when we get into that? And that's what we're going to talk about in today's show. So before we get into that, right, what is small ball? If you're new to the NBA, you're new to kind of really following a team in depth, what does that mean? You, you probably hear it a lot. You've probably heard it for a little while in kind of some capacity. But what exactly does that mean? Well, you know, in the NBA, you traditionally run a point guard, a shooting guard, a small forward. And those are kind of your wing backcourtish players, the small forward, kind of a hybrid in between that. Then you have a power forward, then a big center, the tall guy that rebounds, Shaq-like, right? Well, small ball kind of goes away from that to a certain degree. Small ball really sacrifices height, some strength, and kind of down low, low post offense, below the basket, traditional center type of play in favor of a smaller lineup with players that are a little bit shorter. And therefore, usually, often, though less so now, faster, more agile, and there's more shooting there. Sometimes this simply means taking out a center and moving a couple people down. So you move your power forward to center, your small forward goes to play your power forward position, and you throw another guard out there. And that extra guard gives you, in theory, more shooting, right? More speed. And you kind of play fast. This really goes in hand, hand in hand with what we've seen in the past 10 years or so. Going back to, you know, the Miami Heat with LeBron, James, Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh with that space and pace era as Eric Spolster, I believe, is the one who coined that, actually, after spending some time watching Chip Kelly at Oregon to try and kind of get what some of that spread offense was and brought back space and pace. So that's what you've seen a lot of, right? Smaller lineups. It's why you don't necessarily want to draft a center in the first round. It's why those guys who were first round pick centers, when I did the big board, I had them lower because you see a lot of teams trying to play small ball, right? And the Warriors popularized this, the Golden State Warriors. But what 
they had was a very unique player in Draymond Green that made it work. And that's where the term death lineup comes from. That was what was coined of their five-man unit of Steph Curry. Um, I'm blanking now. Clay Thompson, right? Andre Iguodala, Draymond Green, and then Harrison Barnes originally. And then they subbed out Harrison Barnes for Kevin Durant in subsequent seasons. That small ball lineup, the death lineup, worked really well because it didn't have some of the disadvantages of what a small ball lineup normally would. So you give up two areas when it comes to small ball lineups that can really hurt you. First and foremost, that is you don't have a center. So you can sometimes give up opposing post play. If they have a center that can just pound the ball inside and score on you, well, you you don't really have guys that can defend that and you can get beat that way. You also sometimes struggle rebounding the ball, particularly defensive rebounding the ball, ending possessions on a miss. You're likely to give up an offensive board because the opposing team has a height advantage against you. Taller players have an easier time getting some of those boards. But the Warriors lineup worked really well because Draymond Green could guard fives, could guard centers for the majority of the time. So they didn't give up that defense and they were able to defend larger, taller opponents, taller opponent lineups while still giving themselves enough mismatches offensively with the shooting and the speed and all the playmaking that those guys could do. And so the Warriors kind of ushered in this small ball era, though you haven't fully, you've seen a lot of it, right? But teams don't always have a death lineup because when they go with a small ball lineup, sometimes you just play big and kill that lineup. It just didn't work against the Warriors because of Draymond Green. And so that's kind of in a nutshell, a very simplistic view of what small ball is in today's NBA. So do the Pelicans have a lineup that works like that? Do the Pelicans have a small ball lineup? Do the Pelicans have a death lineup? The the death lineup for the Golden State Warriors got changed to the Hamptons 5 lineup. That was the official name once they got rid of Harrison Barnes, brought in Kevin Durant because those guys hung out in the Hamptons that summer. So do the Pelicans have a Hamptons 5 lineup, a, a Destin 5 lineup, Pensacola Beach lineup, Orange Beach 30A lineup, something like that, I guess, would be more fitting for New Orleans um, if you're keeping that same analogy. So the answer is yes, they do, but also no, they don't. And it's one player, Trey Murphy, who makes this work. Let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we do that, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by Bill Bar. I literally just had a delivery of two boxes of Bill Bars come in today. So if you haven't tried the Bill Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor. Are you ready for this? Delicious, indulgent cookie dough covered in chocolate. That's right. Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite, the cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Sounds terrible for you, right? Except it's not. It's all the joys of eating cookie dough. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puff bars are only 160 calories and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com right now. Snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard these things for yourself. And like all Built Bars, the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means it's healthy and delicious. Chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. I got a sample box of these. They are awesome. 
And what's great about Built is that all of their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of other health benefits. So eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the cookie dough chunk puff. I just got two boxes of the s'mores flavor because it was so good. Those are puff bars too. Ditch the calories, ditch the fat, ditch the sugar, grab yourself a Built Bar instead. Get that protein and something that's healthy for you. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your next order. It's the promo code I use. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your next order. Again, promo code LOCKED15. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, at least right now. We'll drop to three days a week kind of soon. Breaking down all of the biggest topics you want to hear, the biggest stories you want to hear around this team. And of course, don't forget, live show Thursday at 6 p.m. Central. We've been doing these weekly. They're a lot of fun. I'm there in the chat with y'all answering your questions live in the moment. I'm sure you're going to all ask me about jerseys again, particularly because the Detroit Pistons just unveiled their blue, their blue, their teal jersey throwbacks from the 90s, which look really good. The Pelicans have some new stuff coming. You can ask me about it again on Thursday if you want live show on the YouTube page, 6 p.m. Central. And of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube and comment, comment, comment on YouTube. Number one thing you can do to help keep the show free and five days a week for y'all. So today we're talking small ball about the New Orleans Pelicans. This actually came from a question in the live show. That's how good some of these ones are. You guys are smart. So I'm really looking forward to Thursday. So small ball, right? We just kind of went over it. Do the Pelicans have a lineup that works like that? They do and they don't. So when I think of this small ball lineup, right, for the Pelicans, it's not actually about height. There, there's no one short on the team. They have like nine, 10 guys that are all six, eight or taller, right? Like Zion might be the shortest guy in some of the lineups that they're going to run out there. It's six, six at times. They're in a really good position. So if you think of small ball in a sense of just height, well, the Pelicans aren't playing small. And that actually gives them an advantage because it means their small ball lineup is tall. Here's what I think the small ball lineup is. I think it's CJ McCollum, Herb Jones. So CJ is, where is it? 6'3". Herb Jones at the two. Herb Jones is 6'8". Okay? Brandon Ingram at the three. He is 6'8", but really closer to like 6'9", 6'10". That's not not, not small, right? Zion at the four. 6'6" but plays much taller than that. And then Trey Murphy at the five. Trey Murphy is playing your center. Yeah, he's normally a small forward, though he splits his time for the Pelicans this past season between small forward and power forward, but he would be playing center in this. He's listed at 6'9 on basketball-reference here. He's taller. He grew, right? We've seen him look taller. He would be your small ball five, and that's what makes this work for the New Orleans Pelicans. There's a lot of shooting there, right? With small ball, you try and get an extra shooter out there on the court to burn teams playing big who don't understand how to defend on the perimeter or can't close out on open shooters quick enough. Well, Brandon Ingram, we we did a show on this last week, is going to be a better three-point shooter for the team next year, right? Trey Murphy shot 38% from three. He's going to be a sniper. He's going to be better shooting for the team next season. He's going to be a good three-point shooter. CJ McCollum is an excellent shooter for the team, right? He's good. We know what he brings to the table. The two weak links in terms of shooting are Herb Jones and Zion Williamson. You're not going to be expecting Zion in this lineup to shoot threes, so don't worry about that. And Herb Jones 
Shot 34%, 33.7% from three last year. It's not a good number, but for a rookie whose big knock was he can't shoot coming into the league and shooting, I'm not going to call it respectable, but like not atrocious. I don't know. That's kind of big, right? If he improves in that in a little bit, well, that team, that lineup has a good bit of shooting in it, in my opinion, right? And they're not losing some of the height because that lineup is pretty tall. So you gain the advantage of the better shooting and don't have the disadvantage of the smaller uh, of a smaller lineup, right? The Golden State Warriors lineup when they ran their death lineup, the Hamptons 5 lineup, really struggled in terms of defensive rebounding. They were they were bad defensive rebounding lineups. They just killed you with points and speed and scoring, and so that made up for it. Well, you're not going to lose as much of those rebounds, I think, with this lineup. I don't think anyone's an elite rebounder there, but everyone's pretty good. And I think that can help you end some of those possessions, get the defensive stops you need to be able to go out and run and play kind of quick like you want to be able to do it. And then the other advantage is pretty much everyone there can bring the ball up the court, right? CJ certainly can. Brandon Ingram certainly can. Point Zion's a thing, right? We've heard Willie Green say that he wants more uh, Herb Jones to be handling the ball, just getting the rebound and just bringing it up the court. And I think Trey Murphy can definitely do it because his handles are pretty strong. So that lineup can get out and run and play fast, and you're going to have more opportunities to do so with the rules changes in the NBA right now. So yes, the Pelicans do have a small ball death lineup that should work. Because you move Trey Murphy to center. And I think he is the key to making it all work. And we'll touch on that coming up in in the next segment here. But I do think this lineup has the shooting. They have the scoring. You know, defensively, you're a little bit weaker. You know, Trey needs to grow on that side of the ball. But he's going to be defending a different type of player. And that's what we'll talk about next. So when I look at this, I think... This is probably the lineup I'm most excited to see, the lineup I'm most interested in watching play this season. Should be pretty fun if, if you know, even if it's not good. I'll take that. That's not a bad thing. But I do think they have the small ball lineup that really works. And then maybe there's some games when it doesn't happen, right? When this isn't the best way to go. Well, you just throw Valanciunas back in there and you go back to your traditional lineup, which takes Trey Murphy out of the starting unit here, puts Valanciunas back at center, And that's really it. That's like the only change. The Pelicans starting lineup is kind of built to go small and play with that style. And I'm really, really excited to see it. You've also heard me talk about, you know, spacing the court for Zion, right? And I just don't really think that's a thing. Someone ran the numbers on during the live show, right? He shoots 71.1% at the rim. You've got to be the equivalent of a 45, 46% shooter from three to equate to like the point per shot equivalent of it, right? 46% of three is whatever, you know, one, almost one and a half points per whatever, right? And then Zion shooting 71% from two, you can do the math so you kind of figure out exactly where that, that equilibrium is, you know, just math equation. And you, you know, sometimes you build your defenses around that. There's just not going to be so many 45% shooters out there to be like, you got you to gotta cover that guy and give up a Zion Williamson layup. You know, that's that's where the, the, the math is and the money is. It's always going to be on taking away Zion. 
But you have enough shooting out there to burn teams. If all four of those guys can shoot, you get the added benefit of that four-out lineup, right? Four shooters and Zion, something we wanted to see around Anthony Davis the whole time. We never really got that. Well, you're getting it with the small ball lineup here. We've wanted to see something like this. Put Zion, not quite in space, but with a ton of shooters around. And then when he passes to those open shooters, when they double him, when they triple him, because he can score through all of that, it's, it, they're going to make their shots. And if they're making those spot-up shots, which are easier shots than off the dribble threes, it's going to work. And so I really believe that this lineup offensively just could be flames, fireworks. And I'm so excited about it. I can't wait to see it next year. But Trey Murphy's the key to this, particularly what he can do defensively. Let's get into that and why he's you know the big, big part of this in the next segment of today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for you all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. No one else coming to you like this, completely free as well, giving you the Pelicans talk you want to hear. It's the offseason. We're still talking about things. We're talking small ball lineups in late July. This team's going to be fun, fun next year, and they should be pretty good. So make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode so you can keep up with everything going on. I hope I can make being a Pelicans fan just a little bit more enjoyable for y'all. So subscribe, tell a friend about the show, leave a five-star review with a comment, and of course, comment down below on YouTube. Is this the death lineup? Is that what it is? Is Trey Murphy the key to the death lineup? Let me know, yes or no, down in the comments below. But I do think he is the key, right? He's got the size to play a small ball five. And they even did that in like some of his earliest pro minutes of his career. If you go back to his rookie summer league two years ago now, a year ago now, however you want to look at it, he defended centers. He was defending Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley is like a prototypical back-to-the-basket center. And he tries to post you up and do all of those things. And guess what? You saw Trey Murphy defend that and defend it well, Evan Mobley is seven feet and over 215 pounds. And Trey Murphy was like, I got it. Like, no problem. No big deal whatsoever. And defended that guy well. He doesn't really take three. He takes some threes, but not a lot. He tries to score down low. And Trey Murphy handled it. It, it tells you a lot about him and what he's going to be able to do. And again, one of the big concerns about playing small ball is, well, you let opposing big men, power forwards and centers really, really beat you up. Well, if you have Trey Murphy actively defending there and being good at it and being switchable too, which is always a key thing, that doesn't become a weakness anymore. You might not be amazing at it. And I wouldn't expect this small ball death lineup that we're talking about to really be good defensively. You just got to not be atrocious, right? It, as long as that lineup is winning their minutes, even if it's by one or two points, that's fine. The death lineup was doing it in droves more than that, which is how it kind of got its name. And if New Orleans can creep towards that even better, you know, this is maybe not sustainable for a whole game, being able to play that style of ball because you are probably giving up a rebounding advantage. But if you're not atrocious defensively and you can at least hold your own or just be kind of, like, kind of subpar, not, not awful, not just like just slightly bad, and your offense is really freaking good, well, that tips the balance in your favor, right? That lineup ends up being a positive because of it. They don't have to have an elite defensive rating. 
But like Draymond Green kind of unlocked that lineup for the Golden State Warriors because they were able to defend bigger teams. I do think Trey Murphy, who should be in line for a bigger role for the Pelicans, is going to be able to kind of fill that role to a, you know, in a metaphorical sense, in an archetypal sense. I don't want to compare him to Draymond Green, but you get the idea he's going to kind of fill that role. And hey, by the way, the NBA Big Board podcast hosted by Raphael Barlow, and he also has his NBA Big Board newsletter, mentioned that Trey Murphy was one of the six best sophomores in summer league this year, and a guy he thinks is going to have a breakout sophomore season. I'm inclined to agree with him. Not, and I mean that in like a most unbiased way. I just think they've got very creative ways that they're going to use Trey Murphy. He's ready to grow. He's ready to shoot the ball really well for the Pelicans too. And if you play this small ball lineup and you're not giving up as much defense as you normally would with a small ball lineup, it's just another weapon for head coach Willie Green to be able to use. It should be really fun to watch. And then offensively, it just kind of plays into what the NBA might look like next season with the rule changes. And you need a guy that can hold his own defensively, right? This doesn't work if you put Zion at the five. He can't defend that. It won't work if you put Brandon Ingram at the five. He can't defend that, right? There's no one else that can make this really, truly work other than Trey Murphy. So if the Pelicans are going to have a death lineup, a Hamptons five lineup, an elite small ball unit that plays that style, right? Three-point shooting, playing fast, all of those things. Trey Murphy is the one that makes it work. I don't want to put too much pressure you know, on him or build up expectations that are unreal. But this is the lineup I'm most intrigued to watch, and it's really only going to work because of him. If he's not ready to play that center role in limited minutes, it doesn't have to be the whole game, limited minutes, This team, it, it, then it won't work. If he's able to play that role in limited minutes, they have a, a weapon that they can use against the right teams in the right situations that can either bust a game wide open or get them back into a game. I like having that option in my back pocket if I'm head coach Willie Green. And so that's why I do think they have a death lineup that works, and it's Trey Murphy who unlocks it, and I am excited to see it next season. And that's going to do it for the episode of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at NOLA Jake on Twitter. Be back with you all tomorrow. And, of course, don't forget, live show Thursday night, 6 p.m. Central on the YouTube page. I'll see you all then.